Fights of the Roundtable. And welcome to the first, oh my god, this is not the first. Welcome to the second episode of the first season of Thoughts of the Roundtable with your co-hosts, Matt and Paul. How many episodes are going to be in a season? Have we decided? You know, honestly, it could be six, it could be ten, it could be twenty, it could be thirty. I mean, we're just going to... Whenever the wind blows us. We're just going to get to a point probably where, like, you go on vacation for a week or two, and then, like, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so what the first thing I want to do is this... I don't know. I've, I've always wanted to do this somewhere. Not the news news. Ooh. Basically news stories, but just the weirdest news stories. Basically news, but not news, because yeah. news can kind of be depressing sometimes. So I was looking around for you know some something I could do for this, and the first one I come across is, the caller asks Eloy police if the dinosaurs in the park are real. <laughs> now, if you don't know what this is, there's a they have a, like a city park, basically. Yeah. I've never heard where Eloy even is. It's in California, I guess. And so they have just a couple dinosaurs randomly in their park. I don't know mm-hmm. why, really. <laughs> but they're about, mm, looks like they're about eight feet tall. Not like huge, but mm-hmm. you know, rather big. So this person was, uh, well, really kind of uh, drunk <laughs> and thought that they um, were real mm-hmm. and decided to call the police because they thought dinosaurs were actually invading wow. the park. I mean, have you ever had a situation like that where you're just so like gone <laughs> that. That they were just did something like this happen? Yeah, you know, there's a few kind of levels here that I, I kind of want to explore. A, why why did this town decide to build these dinosaur replicas? Like you're not the Natural History Museum. You're a small town with like a small park, and like that's like what you wanted to build. Like you could have built like a tennis court or like a, like a small pool, and you built dinosaurs. Like I really want to know why. But then second of all, I mean cities do a lot of weird stuff. We all know that. True, but like that's just weird. But second of all. You know, I, I'm a firm believer of getting drunk. I'm on my second drink right now today. But, like, you got that drunk where you think dinosaurs are real? Like, you got to be, like, The, the, be- the best part about this is there's a – in later in the article, apparently they're talking to the 911 operator, and they said, yeah, this happens more than you think. <laughs> so there must not either be a lot to do out there <laughs> or these di- – they do look realistic. I'll yeah. give them that. They look – pretty realistic and you know if i had a couple thrown back i might think they're real too i might not call, necessarily call the police about it because honestly if there's there are real dinosaurs i don't know what the police would do about it <laughs> they'd have to send in the tanks yeah right but you know whatever i guess you kind of have to give him to it like he was a good citizen where he wanted to call the police just in case it was real so you know what citizens arrest the thing <laughs> mr velociraptor you were under arrest <laughs> all right so another one this is great uh, there's been a lot of new sports recently mm-hmm. in the world and, you know, becoming popular. The, one of the biggest becoming popular in Brooklyn is axe throwing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, stick with me. Now, there's a couple places, and I don't even know how to follow the logic mm-hmm. on this one. It's becoming a sport where you can throw an axe and drink a couple beers. Okay. So, if you want to... You can pick up axe throwing while also drinking beers with the buds, which will only lead to positive outcomes. <laughs> I guarantee you. It's kind of like dart throwing. You know, how do we make the sport of dart throwing, which isn't really a sport, by the way, how do we make the sport of dart throwing <laughs> more dangerous? We give drunk people axes. No, axe throwing is cool. I'll give you that, but probably not the best 
to mix with that. Also, like, I've seen some people bowl where, like, you know, like, they can't bowl properly. So how am I supposed to trust someone to throw an axe properly? Oh, when they just, like, throw it against the ceiling? They're like, whoa! Like, <laughs> like, oh, like, it, it's flying across the room. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, finally, this is great. Okay. Last one. Sports fans eating can. <laughs> Sports fans eat out of mayo jars is the title. Oh. And apparently, every once in a while, I don't know why people do this. They go to, like, uh, to high profile, you know, sports events or whatever, mm-hmm. and do the weirdest things. Oh, like, yeah. you remember when Chris Christie was, uh, was seen eating all those MMs? <laughs> and he was those what? Really tight pants. You don't remember this? I don't. I, was it, it was when the election was going on, and someone took, you know, I feel bad for the guy for, for this, for yeah. Chris Christie, because he's sitting in the, in the seat and not very. He's a big dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a yeah. big dude. And he's sitting in, he had very tight pants on, <laughs> and he's sitting in not a very comp, like, flattering position. Mm-hmm. There's kind of look like a little bit of a bakery going on. Like <laughs> just like spilling over the seat. And so, um, but he was also just pounding some M&Ms. And so now, like, the, a picture. was it like a, like a, like a, a movie theater bag of M&Ms, or was this like one of those, like, two pound? It was a normal size. Oh, okay, okay. But... It still looked still really, looked really bad. Really bad. <laughs> and so this is basically what happened. And two women were spotted eating out of a mayo jar at a basketball game. Why? No one knows. <laughs> and so they eventually asked them what the heck they had in the mayo jars. Yeah. And it was vanilla pudding. <laughs> I This story kind of like... It, it, it kind of gets you on the edge of your seat because you're like, why are they eating mayo? Here's the video but if that, you want to see it. Oh my God, there's a video. Because of course it was on on Twitter right here. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes, like they're so proud of it too. They're just like holding the jar. Of, yep, and they're like holding it like, oh, look at this! They're holding it like label out, and then she just like went like this and like held up to the camera, holding it label. Jesus out. Christ! So yeah, that's uh, that's uh, your day in weird news. Oh my right, gosh! Makes me feel normal. I just wanted to make you, you know, tell you some dumb stories to yeah. start things out. It's kind of like when I like, I mean, you know, I don't have like good self-esteem, so I like go to CC's Pizza or something. I've only been to a CC's Pizza once, and I left so depressed that I just n- could never go back. Oh, see, it actually strengthens me. It gives you life. Does it gives it give me. You life? It makes me feel great. I'm like, you know what? You're allowed to have that pizza once in a while, Matt, because you you even it out. Now, do you do you like build your own, or do you like what do you do? Um, well, there they have that mac and cheese pizza, which like it's clearly a heart attack in a, on a pizza, but like it's so good. Whoever invented mac and cheese pizza is like the greatest person in the world. Seriously, I feel like there are some people who like literally are rolling in the graves laughing, like the inventor of lard. Or like the inventor of the inventor corn of syrup. Lard, you mean the inventor of fat? Yeah. A- a- the creator of the universe? You're like, ha ha ha! <laughs> like, I have tricked them. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, have you ever had cookies made with lard? Yeah. No. They are the greatest cookies you ever have in your Yeah, because it's lard. It's like... Well, that's how they're supposed to be made. Oh my gosh. Seriously. It's supposed and to so be made. So you eat, you eat one, and you feel like your life is slowing down. <laughs> But yeah, because your heart's probably slowing down. Oh, you only got seconds to live after that. <laughs> it's like tick tock, tick tock, baby. It, okay, Kesha. But it's like the greatest seconds ever of your life. Oh my gosh. Well, in this segment, it's called Secret Shanty or Daring Devil. Cue intro music. Secret Shanty or Daring Devil. And in Secret Shanty or Daring Devil, it's basically truth or dare. So, Paul, truth okay. or dare? Um. Well, I don't feel like doing a dare right now, so I'll go with truth. Why not? Oh my gosh, you took like the same reasoning I was gonna have. Okay, what's a good question for Paul? Um, what is like between like high school, college, grade school? What was like your lowest grade? 
What do you mean lowest grade? Like your lowest, you know, like at the end of the semester, end of the quarter, they give grades out. Oh, like, oh, I thought you meant like lowest point. Like I was the saddest. Like, <laughs> sad. like I was going, I thought we were going to have like a therapy session. Like, <laughs> like I just put on my like, therapy glasses. Yeah, I was like, okay. You're like, that, wow, I thought this was a podcast with Matt. Like <laughs> the lowest, so like the lowest grade I ever got in class, basically. Yeah, like at the end of the year. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was kind of a nerd. I think it might have been a C. Oh, wow. Okay. And what was that C in? Uh, geometry, I believe. Okay. There's a math, but I, I don't know if this counts. So, and this is a, at least leads to a funny story. So I went to the University of Akron, go Zips. Mm-hmm. And so I went for communications. And so one of the classes that I could have taken was news writing, you know, how mm. to write with AP style and things yeah. like that. Literally the hardest class ever. The only class I ever dropped in my life after two days of this class. Wow. Two days. So I happened to have this professor for another class. <laughs> and she was walking by handing out an assignment. Looks at me square in the eyes in front of everyone goes, wimp. And like walks away because I dropped wow. the class. Funny story. Years later. She got fired. No. <laughs> she was great. She was yeah. great. She's a great person. But years later. So I graduated from the University of Akron. Mm-hmm. I decide. And that was the only journalism class I ever took. Yeah. The only journalism class ever. And so years later, I go for my master's degree. Mm-hmm. And so I get my master's degree in communications. Ironically enough, incorporates journalism. Oh, so theoretically, I have a master's degree in journalism after only ever have taken one journalism class and dropping it. Wow. That's like kind of like you're getting away with like a crime there. Almost. Yeah, I feel kind of dirty about it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Well, Paul, I will take the truth option, too, mainly because I am an open book, so... You're open book. Okay. Let's see. Now, this was asked of one of my friends earlier today because he kind of did the same thing, so I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Your thoughts on the Second Amendment. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. This is where we lose? (laughs) We lose our our followers or we gain some? Um, I think that... You know, it comes down to context. I think a lot of things have come down to context. You know, like what was going through the minds of those who put the Second Amendment in place. That's kind of how I think about all law and how I think about all... This is going to be boring. I'm going to ask you something else. (laughs) Okay, shoot. Let's... um, Plus, I can't debate with you on that because you can't debate in truth or dare. So, I will (laughs) say... Hmm. What is the... What is the meanest thing you ever did to anybody on a dating app? Hmm. Honestly, that's hard to th- I, I'm like, I'm a very nice person. Like, it takes a lot for me to, like, snap on someone. I remember... Oh, my gosh. What's the meanest thing I ever did? Is there one thing? We know it just in general. What is the mean... Hold on. Let me rephrase this. Yeah. What is the meanest thing you've ever done to a person in general? Oh, my God. Um... You know, this is, I don't know why I picture this, but this is a really sad story. So when I was like maybe in like eighth grade, I remember being in eighth grade and I was doing like a science camp, which is like weird because I'm so unscientific. A science camp? Yeah, I know. And I remember. Is this like kind of like church camp? <laughs> Conversion therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well then. No, this was like a tri-C. They had like. Obviously it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it never does, by the way. Um, no, so this was. um it was like an eighth grade science camp at Tri-C or something. And I remember I had a friend. She was like this like girl. And long story short, like she like, I guess we got into a fight. And I was like, well, I, um, I don't know if like I want to be friends. But I remember saying, if you buy me 
a candy bar from the like the like the um the vending machine we can be friends again you had her buy you a candy bar yeah like how shitty is did that did they do it i don't know i just remember how do, how do you not know if they did or not my memory is so terrible i just remember asking her like I was like, hey, you know, if you want to be friends, you have to buy me candy. And I'm like, what kind of fat fuck am I to just, like, demand candy from someone for friendship? Were you serious or were you kind of joking? No, like, I was serious at the time I, because I think I just wanted candy. So I was like, <laughs> that's like the. I wish we should contact her and be like. No, well, like a Craigslist, no. like men seeking women. What is it? Mi- missed. Uh, what is it? Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity? <laughs> did you buy me that candy she, bar? I don't think she did. I, I think it was like towards the end I of camp. I would buy you a candy bar. Uh, yeah, it was so stupid, but I remember I remember that was a pretty bad thing to do. Um, I don't know, that's the first thing that came up to my mind, so. Oh, all right. Um, and here? What? You want to do another round here? Yeah, sure. Truth. I'm ready. Yeah, you want some more truth? truth? So with some more secret shanties? Yeah. Okay, Paul, let's see, let's see. Let's do it. Have you ever shit your pants? Have you ever what? Have you ever, like, crapped your pants? Well, I thought you said stripped your pants. I'm like, what? <laughs> um, let me think. I know I've at least come close, very close. I'm trying to think of. I mean, when you're sick, does that count? Like I it kind of half counts. I it's definitely like... had that buckshot. Sick. <laughs> I don't think I've ever like put a log in my pocket. Yeah. But I have definitely like prairie dogged it. Yeah, it's come close. Yeah, it's come real close. I've almost crapped myself at work before. Oh my god. Um, but other than that, I don't think I've. I think I've managed to dodge that bullet. <laughs> right. Like I've been very lucky too. Because like, but now that I say that, yeah, it's, it's all. Over. It's gonna happen. I just hear horses. People who are like, I was running the bathroom and it just. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, because like, your body knows it's coming, and yeah. then, like you're, once your b- brain knows that, like you're gonna have the opp- like the bomb doors open. Mm-hmm. It's like it's ready to go. I have really good like sphincter shutter release. Like I'm just yeah. like. It's like when I drive to work and it's snowing out, like the bunt clenches. Like, <laughs> yes. You don't, you don't for like a week. It's like an emergency exit. Like it's right. like nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is gonna be a good one. Yeah. Because I'm assuming you're gonna take truth. Yeah. Right? Secret shanty. Okay. What is the worst lie you ever told your family? Oh, that's a good one. See, like the thing is, in general, I'm a terrible liar. Like I'm literally like one, you know, like those sitcoms where like someone's lying and like they're like, well maybe I like I, I I'm like the same way. So I think the worst lie I ever told. Oh, this was a really this was funny. So I love my parents, but the one thing I don't like talk to them is like dates and like all that because a I go on so many dates like that it's like it, it, my parents couldn't keep up with the cast so listing. It's not even like you're hiding from it's just no point. Yeah, like I don't like to, like it's different like when you're like with close friends and you're getting drinks on Thursday and you're like LOL like I'm seeing Marcus tomorrow. Like, <laughs> but like with my Who's parents, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, my parents would just be like, oh, like and it's like like Marcus could be gone like this time next week. Like you know what I mean? So it's not even it's not even like you're hiding from it's just no, no point. it's not worth it if there was someone who like okay it's like 10 dates in like maybe mention it but like like first i have to get there so anyway so i my mom was like you know my mom and i have a very open communication where we like share our schedules she's like oh what are you doing you know in the next few days i'm like i'm working i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this and she'll be like oh i'm doing this this this, this." so she (laughs) asked me like oh what are you doing tomorrow and i had a date like a lunch date it was a terrible date that's uh for another podcast but and I was like, oh. I already left him at the corner. No, no, this was different. This was like a, this was a, oh, God, it's such a bad date. But for next time. For next time. For next time. 
So I said, oh, I'm meeting a friend for lunch, which like, you know, like is, isn't like a lie per se, but she goes, oh, what friend? And I literally paused for like three seconds. Like it was like, I'm trying to think of a friend. And like the first person I thought of was someone who had recently like, we would tweet at each other. It's like, oh, Jane. And she goes, oh, like from where? And I go, from college. And like I don't know if my mom could tell that I was like lying because like I knew I was. Well, it's lying. a mom; she can tell you're lying. I was you just like, I was like, Jane, from college. <laughs> could you have thought of a more generic like? I'm going out with Jane Doe. <laughs> I'm going out with a dead body. <laughs> User profile random girl four four nine one. I'm going out with co- co- random college friend. <laughs> um, That's their Twitter handle underscore random college friend. <laughs> But I, I just, I like it wasn't like a big lie or anything. But I just was like, I don't want to. Why like, didn't why, why didn't you just tell her? Because then she's gonna go, oh, who's the date or like what's the date about? And, and will they bug you later? Then is that what it is? I just don't want to. Why deal with like telling like your parents? Isn't that, that worse? What you did though? Then I don't think it's that bad. I mean, not saying it's bad, but it's might need to have more explanation down the road of like what. Yeah, we're like if that did worked out, I would have been like, so remember that time I was supposed to see Jane. From I college. Not Jane from college. <laughs> Your mom would have been like, no, really? We're like, oh. Okay. So this next segment is called Advice from the Throne Room of Love, where we have friends or, you know, we get some stories from our, our lives and kind of rework them to talk about them. So uh, Nikki has been dating Josh for six months, but is unsure if she sees longevity in the relationship. Should she continue seeing Josh, especially because she knows Josh likes her? Now, this is kind of in your... Realm of I studied love and sex in college. What can I say? I had a professor in college that did nothing but um, sex studies, sex research. It's so fun. Literally the most interesting, some of the most interesting research. Oh my God. It's unreal. Um, This is tough. Um, You know, what makes it difficult is that Josh clearly seems to be in love with her. So it kind of adds like that dimension of like, you know, like he, there's, there's pressure. If it was kind of just like a casual relationship, it'd be like, just keep going. Like, why, you know, don't stop it unless you find a reason to. But like, if she's kind of like question mark, and he clearly is like into it, it, it it's tough. It makes it more, cause like you could say, okay, well maybe she should put the brakes on it because, you know, right. he's into right, it. Right, right, right. But the other time, it's like, well, like. There's not a reason for her to put brakes on. It's just like she's just not really unsure. See, this is why I'm so glad I'm not navigating this crazy. This crazy because I couldn't handle this when I was, you know, dating. Obviously, before I was married, this is the thing I was terrible with. I could not do stuff like this, and mm-hmm. I could not like I, the thing I absolutely hated the most is trying to figure out what people think. And, yeah. You know, so I just gave up. I think in this case, if um I was if I were Nikki, I almost said if I was Nikki, which would be like grammar faux pas, but. Um, I think I would probably honestly either have a conversation with Josh and say, Hey, you know, I like you. I like this, but I'm not sure. Introduce him to Jane. (laughs) Hey, I got Jane college friend. Um, I like this, but I'm just not sure where I want to go. I think she needs to be open about that or otherwise break it up because he's going to get more invested. Uh And from my experience, when I'm not sure of something, I usually just either kind of continue being unsure, which is never a good thing. You know, like I was my biggest one of my biggest regrets was I was unsure about like if I wanted to date this friend for two years. And it's not like I led them on for two years. It was just kind of like a one of those. Time. It was an on and off kind of thing. But 
it still kind of sucked at the end when it's like when you finally realize you're like the reason I'm unsure is because I'm trying to take a friendship to a level where it's just not gonna go and that's what makes you unsure is because you like that friendship or you like that companionship so I think Nikki has two options I think she needs to either break it off because she doesn't know what she wants from it and I think it's gonna hurt both of them more in the longer if this mm -hmm. continues or she has a she opens up about this issue to Josh and says you know hey like I'm not sure how I feel. I don't want you to feel. I don't want you to get too invested because right now I'm like very unsure. I, those are the two options I think she so has. So if you were in their shoes, though, what would it be? For me, I. I mean, because <sighs> there needs to be some sort of solution in the end. Well, I gave her two, so bitch has options, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think when it comes down to it, like I said before, you know, when I've been unsure. It usually means that it's a no. It's not going to yeah. work out. Because there's only so long you could be unsure before it's kind of like your way of like giving like a handicap to the fact that it's a no. Right. You're kind of like saying like, well, like, but they're nice. Like, you know, and it's nothing bad's happened. But clearly nothing is keeping you there where you're like, this is where I want to be right now in right. life. She's unsure. Like, that's at the end of the day. So if I was in her shoes, what I'd be doing, I'd probably be ending the relationship. It's at six months, so it's still kind of like new but it's not like it's six months like you kind of by six right. months you should be like feeling like okay i can see another year i can see another two she doesn't see the longevity yet so longevity is key too if you i mean i don't see the point in anything if you don't have that at least exactly all right <clears throat> what do you want to move on to you want to, you want to do some uh, campfire secrets let's or do some campfire secrets okay um oh, i deleted some of this by accident well anyway my biggest this is a really embarrassing one so i'm very sorry that some people are going to hate me for this but um so prince has a song called i would die for you where he sings i would die for you for the longest time i thought it was apple dapple do like it was just like like a like a fun like hook almost like, like scooby dooby doo <laughs> <laughs> yeah like apple dapple like you know like michael jackson like mama say mama sa mama kusa or like when like lady guy gets like rah 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 like i really thought it was one of those cases i literally took me until i think like a couple maybe like a year or two ago is when i learned the truth that what the actual lyrics were yeah is it, are you embarrassed by very that? embarrassed because the song's called i would die for you oh like, so that's the lyrics you literally messed up <laughs> i literally messed up the name of the song i was like apple dapple do. now did you ever do this at karaoke no, my karaoke song is Hotel California, which is ironically Hotel California. Yeah, it's not really a karaoke song, but I make it a karaoke song. So they they, they even have that in a Rolodex when you go. They, like, yeah, because like, boys play along with me. It's like right, like like this is not a song that people really sing along to, but I will sing along to it. It's like people in the background just like doing like the like guitar parts. Like, oh my god, they're like a seven minute song, really? Like thanks. Um, another campfire secret I'll share today. Um, when I was younger, and probably until I was maybe like a teenager, I thought when an item said gluten free, I thought it was it meant glutton free. Like you could you your body would only eat so much. Like it was free. Like you wouldn't be gluttonous with the item. I kind of get that though. Like, <laughs> now that I think about it, like, like, I decided to pause. And I'm like, you know what? I can actually see that. Like I was younger, so like both of these are kind of like you know like teenage problems, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, like, clearly gluten and glutton are spelled different, but, like, I guess I just, like... Are they, though? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. there, I think there's two T's in, like, what would be, like, glutton, but... 
you know but like i don't know it, like it, it kind of doesn't make sense in the sense of like okay what would stop you from eating like you'd be like oh this bread's glutton free it's like i can, I can only eat like a slice <laughs> bread is glutton free you know what's not glutton free trader joe's now here's oh, my i love trader joe's okay now i don't know why i'm embarrassed by this but i legitimately am and the, I don't, it just feels weird to even say this. The very first concert I ever went to, just take a guess. I want to see you guess. What do you think is the first concert I ever I went to? I feel like it's someone with like one hit. Yeah. Maybe I mean, two. You can say that. Yes, one or two. Yeah. You're never going to get it, but I want you to guess oh, anyway. Gosh, I know. This is like, these kind of questions really annoy me. Um, oh, my God. Is it going to be. To be someone, it's gonna be someone who like I'm gonna be like, oh, of course you'd see them as your first, but I'm gonna still like not get it. I'm gonna say like Aaron Carter. No, it's not Aaron Carter. You ready for this? Yeah. Well, first of all, it was a British power metal band. Stop. Dragon Force, my very first concert ever. Ever even hear them? No. <laughs> I would never have gotten. Guitar Hero. Remember they had that crazy song, Guitar Hero? No, it's a song. You can play the music right. No. Yeah, go for it. Oh. That is oh. <laughs> I don't know them. You know what my first concert was? What? When I was five years old, I won a spaghetti eating contest, and my mom and I, we got tickets to go see. Can we go back to that in a second? Because I, I couldn't finish something. Go ahead. Yeah. Destiny's Child and Christina Aguilera had a joint tour. Was that a terrible show? I feel like that would be a terrible I show. I don't remember it. That's, like, what's so upsetting. Like, the pop culture, like, enthusiast in me, like, kills myself that I don't remember that. I feel like that would be a terrible show. But I got to tell you about this Dragon Force show. Yeah, tell me about the Dragon Force. Why it ruined me. First of all, it's embarrassing enough to go to a power metal show when, like, <laughs> for your first show. And not going to lie to you, I've seen them several times. <laughs> but anyways, so the very first show I ever go to, I think I'm like, man, I'm like 16, 15 at the time or okay. something like that. And so there was a lot of obviously like mosh pits in the show, which okay. I thought, since this is my first concert, I thought that's just how concerts were. And so there's a big, huge circle pit. <laughs> and I'm like on the edge of it because I'm like 16, 15. Yeah. I don't want to fight. I'm like, you know how young. And there's this. So I found out, I learned early on if you're ever in a mosh pit like that, find the biggest dude you can who's not moshing and stand next to him, like a sequoia. So it's I can find so a guy smart. who's like an oak tree and just stand there. And so I did that. And so it was this big dude. He had to have been like 40s. And he had like literally like the emo jet black hair, like the long Oh, hair. no. Like, He's a this, greaser. But this dude was huge. And so someone kept bumping into him from the pit, this like this tinier guy yeah. like, trying to get him in there. And this guy was getting aggravated and aggravated and aggravated. And so eventually, this is the cruelest thing I've ever seen. He gets mad and like he grabs the kid by the shoulders and everyone just clears out. Like I've never seen the song's going on. This like the whole concert's just going on. And everyone just clears the circle out. And he grabs this kid by the shoulder and just starts spinning. Like spinning in the <laughs> like crack the whip. <laughs> yeah, he eventually got this kid literally parallel to the ground and just let go. And the kid flew like twenty feet and just like he flew into the crowd and just vanished. <laughs> I never saw the kid again. Legend has it he's still flying through the air. <laughs> he's just like still going. But like that was my first concert I ever went to, so I thought everything was like that. Oh my god. And it would change and then like years later I went to like ska concerts and I was in like, ska band. Yeah. And so that was my life went to. I haven't been to any of those kind of concerts. I usually go to like concerts where, you know, no one's being tossed like that. So yeah, I got to tell you how I think I might have saved a life at a Tenacious D concert. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't. I probably didn't do anything important. <laughs> so, but I was at a Tenacious D concert, which is crazy in and of itself. Mm -hmm. 
And so it was pretty crowded. And there was this girl in front of me who was like, uh, she's probably mid-20s, younger. Okay. And she was drinking. It was like swaying back and forth, you know. I didn't realize that she was swaying back and forth because she was passing out. <gasps> oh, so I'm standing no. there directly behind her, and she just literally, like, crumples into, like, my arms. I'm, like, holding this <laughs> unconscious woman, and everyone's just looking at me like, what do we do now? <laughs> and so then I, like, waved. Like, someone waved, and, like, security came over, and they, like, picked her up and ran away. Never saw her again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank so, God you're a good person. Can you imagine, like, what a cretin would have done? Oh, I know, right? Because everyone around us, around me just looked. She was like, well, what is this? Yeah. And so we all just started, like, waving. And, like, three guys in, like, yellow security jackets came up, picked her up, and ran away. And we never saw her again. Jeez. The worst thing that happened in that realm, I was at Hall Notes last summer. Amazing okay, concert. <laughs> what? I hope she's okay. She <laughs> she's looking at this podcast like, oh, he was the one. <laughs> yeah, I was probably just dehydrated. But. Um, so behind me, this lady was like hunched over, like from the jump. Like she had come in drunk. And her husband, her boyfriend was like rubbing her back, you know, like I hate when people like rub people's backs, like that's like like a, the solution. Like yeah. like oh like you're you're gonna throw up, you're sick, I'm just gonna rub your back. It's like you know, not I get you general like general pda when people rub each other's backs oh that too i mean i, I don't know it's just it's creepy anyway what was it what you, to be honest what else are you supposed to do when someone's about to puke like take them home what if you know you're not going to make it home like you know the danger's coming bathroom the, you're in the the dry family hands. bathroom step outside the q arena okay then you do pat them them on the back or you just throw them in the in the toilet just like go away Get it out and like, can we go see the concert? You burp him like a baby. I, <laughs> anyway, so she's like literally, she's like hunched over, but she's like touching my seat. Like her, her, her head's like on my seat. The back of your seat. Yeah. Long story short, she throws up on my chair. On you though? No, I was standing, thankfully. Yeah. But it's still on my chair, and like everyone around us was like, "What the." F- Rick just happened. The best part was her boyfriend tried to give me like a handshake. Like, I'm sorry. Like, first of all, I don't know where that head's been. Second of all, no. Like, your freaking girlfriend just threw up on my seat. Like, don't act like it was like an accident. Well, again, what else is he supposed to do? Like, take her out of there. Clearly, she's like freaking gone. She was gone, dude. She was gone. Well, anyway. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. But like, I know, and I'm like, there's no point. Do we have time to stumble upon a website, Paul? I was literally just about to say this. I think we have time. Because this is one of my favorite things to do ever. Just go to stumble upon and see what I find. Okay. Okay. Now, the first one is just a picture of a mountain. Literally just a picture of a mountain. Oh, that's kind of pretty, though. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a rainbow mountain, I guess you could say. It's like Rainbow Road from Mario. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, scoot over here so you can see I'm this. just going to turn your laptop a little bit. All right. I like that. That's pretty. Yeah, it's not bad. So I'm going to thumbs up this one. We'll move on to the next one. Okay. By the way, you find some really cool games doing this. Oh, okay. I don't Loading. And the suspense. It's very suspenseful. I know. Okay, why is it? Okay. <laughs> it just sent me back to the, the one time, I kid you not, I stumbled upon Stumbled Upon's website. <laughs> I kid you like not. The, Matrix. <laughs> the most meta thing I've ever seen in my life. Nature knows about oh. its amazing macro photography of individual snowflakes. Oh, I love when they do the, the photos These of like, snowflakes. These things look fake. There's no way. Is that what snowflakes actually look like? Yeah, no, they actually do look like, you know, like when you cut them out in art class when you were younger. Yeah. They look like that. The thing is, like, they're just so small. Oh, that one. That was lame. Wicked. 
This one's just a triangle. It's literally just a triangle. That's so cool. That one's lame too. I there's love no it. way these are real. There's the, there's no way these are snowflakes. Yeah, I don't know exactly why it takes on the shape, but it just does. They say that each shape is unique. Each shape is Look different. Look at that. I love it. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna thumbs up this one. We'll agree to this one. Then we'll move on. See what's next. Let's do some stumbling. Stumble, stumble, stumbling. This yeah, that's, uh, maybe that's why my personal blogs been getting so much traction. People are stumble upon <laughs> People it. People are just stumbling, man. That's what happens when we became a world-renowned uh, musical artist. <gasps> Shook. All right, next one. Animals etched into dirty cars by illustrator N- Nikita Gulabev. Oh so wow! This is really dirty box trucks in the sky, just like these. Use the dust, and like... yeah, to like put. This was an alligator on the side of a. A box. Would you ever wash your car again? By the way, <laughs> he, what would you do if he came out and someone was just like doing, like making an art on your car out of its dirt? I'd probably start off and be like, "Sir, sir, like, what are you doing?" And then I'd be like, "Oh wait, and then you're you'd doing see awesome that things to like, my car." Right, never mind, I'm good. Oh, look at this. There's an owl on the back of a truck. How long do you think that takes? I mean, this is like good quality drawings with the dirt on the car. So, like, I don't know. He has to be out there for like a good hour or two. Why am I going to so many weird pictures of cities? Oh, this is Quebec City. Dude, I I was in Toronto last year, and I loved it. Look at the titles. Where to stay, ski, and eat poutine in Canada. Can I tell you, poutine is one of the greatest foods. See, I'm a vegetarian, so I can't. Like, I look at it, and I'm like, I would love to try that if I could. poutine as a vegetarian, can you? Well, it's gravy on there, isn't it? So what? You can't eat gravy as as a vegetarian? Well, it's made out of meat. When? Gravy is made out of meat? No, it's not. Are you being serious right now? Wait, what? Gravy is made out of meat? Yeah. How did I not? How is it made out of meat? I mean, it's just like how it is. Oh, I, d- I did not know that. I learned something new every day. Look at that. All right, you want to go to one more site? Let's go to one more. One more. Bring it home. All right. Because I want to figure out how to buy some poutine. Okay, so I see this. 68 actors are the people they portrayed in the biopic film. Honestly, that's probably oh, the first one's Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I thought it was like going to be actually like meeting. The well, person. it's Daniel Day and it, who played yeah, Abraham. Yeah, but I thought it was like the meeting, like the person they played, and the first one's Abraham Lincoln. I was like, wait, hold up, something's not adding up. Um, Alfred Hitchcock, man, look how some of these people are spot on. I'll give it to Hollywood. Sometimes they really, really nail. Like, I mean, look at these. These are literally the same people. Look at this. Even Lindsay Lohan. By the way, did you see Lindsay Lohan is now the... Um, the face of lawyer.com. Lawyer. I love com. it. I love it. How would you like to be this This next one? Someone approaches and says, Matt, I want you to play Gandhi. Um, well, first of all, I'm white, so I think that would be a problem. I don't think anyone would want to see that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like Gandhi. Like, how are you supposed to play Gandhi? I don't know. Um, okay, now, okay, now, I got to say this. Ashton Kutcher as Steve Jobs literally is the most uncanny thing I have ever seen in my life. Doesn't yeah. like that is Steve Jobs when he's younger. He literally is Ashton Kutcher. I just wonder, you know, are like are these people who look like them, or do they do like these weird makeup tricks like get people to look like? I them? mean, I, Steve Jobs legitimately does look like Ashton Kutcher, so I'll give him that. But if you could portray anybody, who would it be? You don't have to look like them. You just want to portray them. In like a biopic, I think I would look like I look a little bit like Chris Pratt. Well, I'm not necessarily saying what you look like. I'm saying who you want to, who oh. you love to, to cover. 
Oh man, who would play me in a biopic? No, not who would play. Who would you play? Oh, Chris Pratt. You want to be Chris Pratt? Well, I look like Chris Pratt. But do you want? That's who you want to. Be. I mean, I feel like it's like, to an extent, like, you know, like I may want to play like, you know, Stephen Hawking's, but I don't like look like Stephen Hawking's. I want to pull a. Um Pull a designated survivor and be a Kiefer Sutherland and like be a president. I want to be a president. <laughs> Which president? Like John I, Adams? I don't care what one. John was. Adams' son. I just want to be a president. I FDR. Be a president. Do you think I'd be a good president? Honestly, you wouldn't be. You'd be better than the current administration. Probably. I wouldn't be a terrible president. I can say that. I think you'd be like, like when it comes to like, you wouldn't be like a Mount Rushmore president, but like you'd be someone who they'd be like President Paul Locks, and everyone would be like, oh, we liked him. <laughs> he, he was okay. Like he, he, he did all right. He was okay. Like we could have had someone, you know. I could afford groceries. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I like that. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up for episode two. Hopefully, you can play the game that we played on air today. <laughs> what was that game called again? I don't know. Colors. And... Find it on Stumbleupon. You'll come across yeah. it. Anyway, until uh, next time, peace out. Bye. Later.